more of the This is the Jason Walker Show. Two-time National Sports Media Association Montana Sportscaster of the Year and three-time loser, the Jason Walker Show. The best local and statewide sports coverage featuring the biggest guests from Montana. Clint Rasmussen uh, joining us here on the Jason Walker Show. He's freaking exhausting, too. You used to dance a lot more. Yeah, I know, lady. I'm 51 years old now. The NAI Hall of Famers Mike Vendice joining us here Jason Walker Show. And is it just a deal where quarterbacks have to be good golfers? Well, that's all they have time for. They don't work out. They don't lift weight. They don't do anything else. They might as well go get on the golf course and at least have some fun. And from across the country. Doug Gottlieb, our guest here on the Jason Walker Show. End of the day, remember, it, it's your show. It's got your name on it. Howie Mandela, our guest here. Jason Walker, deal or no deal? The Jason Walker Show. Broadcasting from the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Here's Jason Walker. Hey, happy uh, Wednesday, the Jason Walker Show, inside the Major Mortgage Man Cave. Let's turn that up a little bit. Holy cow. We are presented by Capital Collision Center. Montana State Law says it is your vehicle, it is your choice, where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center. Big show today. And we're going to chat with uh, Helena High Boys coach, Brandon Day. I think he's in his fourth year now. Has it been that long already? Wow. But we'll talk to Coach Day coming up. Uh, third year. Third? Man, I just, it's, I think it's his third year. Probably should have asked him. And we're also going to check in up at Carroll College with a spokesman, Chad O'Hazelbaker. So, and we'll talk about Carroll, uh, coming up here in uh, just a couple of minutes. But Chad O'Hazelbaker will join us in about 15 minutes. And, uh, Helena High Coach Brandon Day. At uh, about 40 past the hour or so. Uh, on this day in history, much more coming up. Don't forget you can watch live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. And you can also uh, listen live on Podbean, Network One Sports, TreasureStateRadio.com, and uh, much, much more. Go to JasonWalkerShow.com for everything. Also, you can tweet us at JWalkerSports. You can email us, Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com. Okay, it is early signing period. Some folks, players signed with uh, the Cats and the Grizz. Congratulations to those kids. That's awesome. Start with our Montana COVID update. 74,644 total cases since March. 629 new ones reported today. 836 deaths. 311 currently in the hospital. 9,071 active cases with 64,737 recoveries. And three counties still in quadruple digits, Flathead 1,100, Cascade 1,300, Yellowstone 2,300. Uh, Lewis and Clark uh, 916, Missoula County 821. And uh, you can go anytime and find. Vaccinations are being dealt out today across the state. Healthcare workers, which is good. Uh, Lady Grizz game for Monday against Utah Valley State canceled. Uh, someone in Utah Valley tested positive, so that game will not happen. So now the Lady Grizz, who won at Seattle, was it yesterday? 
Monday, are looking for a new opponent, preferably before Christmas. So that's cool. Uh, what else did we uh, want to hit on before we start talking? Oh, we mentioned early signing day. So, what, 19 for the Grizz, like 10 signed for the Cats, something like that today. But it is also Wednesday. It is National Championship Wednesday for the College Gaming Championship. And honored to be a part of the hype video with Barstool Sports. Here it is, debuting for the first time. And I'm bringing my mom because it's a mess. From the beginning, Trevor Funces' mission has been to prove the doubters wrong. Get the full... Oh, my God, they won! They said that he was out of his league. What's the mop going to do? The mop's going to keep winning, and the mop's going to go on to next week and keep winning. And do I need to freak out every time? No, because we expect this of ourselves. They said things were impossible, which went straight to the heart of America's team. We clutch up every time! God damn Give us Notre Dame! Give us Grand Canyon, Arizona, UNC! It doesn't matter! It doesn't matter! And through the skepticism emerged a superhero. Weight of his entire tournament on his back. The biggest superstar the game has ever seen. I sir got Nate Those shot on nice. line two for you, asking for you to join 100 Thieves again. Nate, no. I already told him I'm not signing with 100 Thieves. Please tell him to stop calling. Tonight, the warrior from Montana returns for one last match. Clean up, aisle Trevor. This time, fate is a crossroads, and it's high noon for the tournament's most unconquerable flame. Week after week after week, we prove Smitty wrong. The legendary cowboy, a fabled gunslinger who has made the underdog mentality a way of life. I will survive a nuclear apocalypse, and I will always be there. A story that has always been leading to this matchup. Oh, Chase OG, I told him I'd get him. Tonight. From Barstool Sports, it's the College Gaming Championship. Montana State University. Ah! Smitty! Are we relevant now, Smitty? Versus Grand Canyon University. I'm the best! I'm the best! For legacy, for redemption, and for destiny. I told you you will not get rid of me. Your nightmare is not going to end. I'm the guy. Boogeyman. There can only be one. <laughs> National Championship Barstool Sports College Gaming Championship. Watch it twitch.tv slash Barstool Sports. The mop. Tonight, the championship. It was great to be a part of that. They, uh, they messaged me at like 2 o'clock in the morning Friday and said, hey, man, can you help us out? And I said, absolutely. That was fun. They were, those are good dudes. So uh, hopefully tomorrow we will have the champ, the mop, on tomorrow. Good luck to the boys from Montana State as they take on Grand Canyon University tonight at the top of the hour, 5 o'clock. 52 minutes away. I, I, just, I, I, want, I, I wish we could check in on their pregame routine. What are they doing? Are they relaxed? Are they calm? I think the boys from MSU are probably pretty calm. 
I, I think so. Don't forget that's tonight, 5 o'clock. Okay. All right. Uh, Carroll College. In the news yesterday, and President John Seck said, uh, what, what are they calling it? The uh, realign, reinvest, and reimagine for our future. The plan. A uh, six-month effort with 16 faculty, staff, and administrators uh, who, according to the IR, were told to find, quote, realistic, end quote, budget reductions. So there's no secret colleges and universities across the country are struggling right now with, uh, with this. So Carroll had a $4.7 million budget gap in August at the start of the semester. They got it down to about $2.5 million, that budget approved uh, by the trustees or what the board uh, approved in May. So division leaders, campus leaders in each specific place, leaders, uh, finding ways to trim their budgets, basically. Details released yesterday, partially, partially. Because as we know, they're going to try to spin this the way that it makes it look the best for the college. Uh, they're starting new plans. Basically, what it boils down to is they want more students, they want more money. Okay, so that's the goal of every college, every I mean, and, and a lot of schools, especially at the NAI level, add sports to add bodies to add money. So Carol is uh, doing some other stuff on the master's programs. The I mean, it's great. That's awesome. Okay, that's that's really cool. Um, here's where we're gonna pick it apart a little bit. So President Sack also said that the college is checking out proposed programs such as uh, junior varsity sports and an esports team. Okay, esports doesn't really cost anything. <laughs> Who knows? They could be end up in the college gaming championships. Providence has eSports. Okay, you, you buy like four or five PS5, whatever, whatever the new games are, and you just you sit in, I mean, these kids sit in dorm rooms and play games, right? That's what they do. So anyway, take out, or whatever. Now, Carol is uh, also going to cut, what, $400,000 over the next, what, five years? including $80,000 in scholarship money this year. This year. Okay? So $80,000, I guess next year, will be gone. And here's... Okay, so the Hunthausen Center, which was primarily for general non-athletes, the students that are not athletes is moving under athletics, under athletics director Charlie Gross. He will now be in charge of the hack. Okay, so there's that. Um, how can they do JV teams when they can't fully fund the varsity teams they have? 
Um, so 80000 athletic scholarship money gone for next year. Some members of the staff in athletics will be cut from 12 months, 11 months. They've done this for a couple of years. In the slow months in the summer, did it uh, a couple of uh, summers ago for the first time. Um, there is one person in athletics whose job is gone. Will be replaced at the end of the year. Not even replaced. Will just be dissolved at the end of the year. This guy has been there for a long time. Crazy. Um, some of the numbers are astounding where the cuts are coming, especially in athletics. Anyway, uh, we'll talk to Chad O'Hazel Baker when we return because Chad's going to update. I called him. He is the spokesperson for Carol when it comes to this. And uh, he, uh, I gave him a call, and we spoke uh, earlier this afternoon. I'll let you hear what he has to say. I'll break it down when we come back. Jason Walker Show presented by Capital Collision Center. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Jason Walker here, and I want to tell you about a great place that's going to make you feel better in just an hour. Ocean Spirit Massage. From deep tissue to hot stone and more, Ocean Spirit Massage will get your sore, tired muscles feeling like new. Whether you overdid it working out, hiking the hills, playing golf, whatever it is, or even if you're pregnant, you will walk away feeling better than you have in years. Book now for yourself or make it a couple's massage. And gift certificates are always available as well. Visit OceanSpiritMassage.com or call 417-0542. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. 
Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Welcome back, Jason Walker Show. This segment brought to you by Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. We'll chat to Helena High Head Coach, or with Helena High Head Coach, Brandon Day coming up, boys basketball. Uh, that's on the way in about uh, 20 minutes or so. Also on this day in history, the walk-off. We're going to talk a little cancel culture. Still to come as well. So yesterday was announced uh, Carroll College's new realign, reinvest, re-love. What's it called officially? Uh, realign, reinvest, reimagine for our future. The triple R. And uh, budget problems across the country for a lot of schools. There's no question about that. But uh, Carroll looking at adding uh, some uh, athletics programs while at the same time cutting some athletics, and I figured, you know what, there's no one better to talk to this uh, or about than uh, the spokesperson for Carroll College when it comes to media. His name is Chad O'Hazelbaker, and he joins us in about 10 seconds right here on the Jason Walker Show. Here's Chad O'Hazelbaker. Great. Well, first off, um, how has your fall been? Because it's been kind of weird. It's a little different. <laughs> yeah, no, our fall has been, um, it, it has been different, but, you know, we feel really good about the fact that we were successfully able to complete the um, semester face-to-face, um, you know, got all, all the way through to Thanksgiving, um, learned a lot from COVID, and a lot of those um, things that were um, that we learned we're putting into place as we bring students back in January. So retention is good. Um, you know, we, we expect, you know, students are largely coming back, and we think we can have another successful spring. Uh, Carroll College spokesman, he's also the vice president of enrollment and marketing and management. Uh, Chad Hazelbaker, our guest here. Uh, the report came out yesterday in the IR, the uh, um, the triple R, whatever it was called. Um, sure, the triple R, yeah. Is that basically, is that what we're calling it, the triple R report? <laughs> Yep, that's exactly what we can call it. That's great. Perfect. Um, obviously, from the athletic side, some interesting uh, things with you know four hundred thousand in scholarships being uh, cut over the next five years. Let's start there. What? How much from each sport, or is it just in general scholarship funds? So you really have to understand to do a pretty deep dive into the kind of where all those scholarship funds come from, and what's laid out in the report there. Is, is that we will seek to um, reduce $80,000 a year in institutional support. So essentially that means um, tuition or funds um, internally. It doesn't necessarily mean we'll cut that money out of those budgets. It just means that we may have higher fundraising expectations or, you know, different ways that we want to try to cover our scholarships on campus. But it really has to do with that. That particular part has to do really with where the money comes from. There's not a specific budget by sport identified with that currently. Okay. Um, and then – 
it said something about adding JV programs, which if you're if there's a concern about money, then why add more sports programs? Um, so the idea there really is is that you know a lot of students will um, access higher ed um, because of their opportunity to potentially play at the collegiate level. So it's partially a recruitment effort. Um, partially, you know, you might have some um, students that weren't considering Carroll, but, you know, if they have the opportunity to play, um, they would, you know, potentially look at the college. And so that that's largely where that comes from. Uh, JV sports actually don't add much also to the, um, the bottom line in terms of uh, the scholarship support is pretty minimal. Um, you're not going to be adding new coaching line items. It's a uh, it's an opportunity for students, but it doesn't add a lot to the bottom line. Okay. So is, is JV going to be considered more like intramural or does it fall under a fully like varsity, like under men's basketball JV program under, you know, women's basketball JV. So you have your varsity. Year it would JV. be under a program and we're not quite ready to announce what those programs will be, but that will be stuff that we'll be working on now that we've, now that we've released this to the community for comment. And that's probably an important point to make, right? Is, this, this report has been released to the Carroll College community okay. so that the Carroll College community can begin to sort of tweak and, and change and, you know, provide feedback. And then it actually does not become official until the board adopts it, which is all the way um, – the board will have a first crack at it in February, but really it will be all the way in May when all the recommendations become final. Is there any concern, Chato, with, you know, you're, you're looking at cutting positions and the such – but when it comes to adding more, you know, we Carroll College has trouble fu- fully funding its varsity programs, and now we're adding, you know, a, a JV uh, a, a program as well. Is there any concern there? Um, you know, that's probably a better question for somebody else, you know, okay. because I, one of the things that I'd start with probably there is, is that, you know, in terms of fully funding our programs, you know, our, our programs are competitively funded. Um, you know, of course, some challenges in the conference because Carroll's um, – budget runs a little bit different than a state school, but, you know, in terms of where we fund our programs competitive to other NAI programs, um, uh, you know, we're, we're pretty competitive and definitely have been able to, you know, have that competitiveness within the conference and even at, you know, the national level, you know, two teams in the last two years, you know, you know, playing in, you know, national tournaments, getting pretty far in those tournaments. So competitiveness and scholarships is always, you know, is always a concern, but, um, you know, we've been able to, you know, compete well um, athletically over the past few years. Chad Hazelbaker, our guest here, Jason Walker Show. Uh, Hunthausen Center moves under the athletics now with uh, sports uh, uh, athletics director uh, Charlie Gross. Uh, what's the reasoning behind that? I thought the it was my understanding that there were supposed to be two separate entities, but now they're going to be under the same athletics program. You know, what it really does is it really allows um, Charlie Gross to, you know, kind of expand his portfolio a little bit, may, uh, you know, allow some additional opportunities for, um, you know, maybe some assistant coaches or others to help, you know, supervise or provide some programming in that space. The intent of the two spaces really doesn't change. So the Hunt Housing Activity Center is still very much the student workout space, and it's not a space where um, uh, the um, varsity athletic teams practice or, or work out. They have their own space in the PE center for that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as we've looked at tightening up kind of the administrative team, um, you know, it just, it expands uh, Charlie's portfolio a little bit um, in a way that should be really positive for the campus from a budget perspective. And, you know, being right there, having a senior administrator, you know, that, you know, can look out his window and see the facility and, and pay attention. That's, that's a great benefit as well. 
Chad O'Hazel Baker joining us, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. Um, are any positions being cut? Can we discuss that? Or because, um, you know, as a member yeah, of the community, you, the you, you hear rumors, so you just, you know, I'm want, I'm right. just asking, doing my job. Yeah, no, 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 you know, kind of only in the most general terms, right? So that there are positions that are being cut as part of the process, working with those employees now. Um, yeah, you know, it's again, within the next month or so, we'll have real specifics. But um, there are individuals um, that won't be returning to the college. But a lot of the position cuts that we're finding are positions that were currently open or um, that are that will continue to go unfilled. And then there is also a voluntary retirement program that's being asked that is, um, some faculty are able to take care of. So we are looking at a number of positions that will be cut from the overall number of FTE at the college um, in terms of faculty and staff, but a lot of those will come through open positions or come through um, uh, voluntary retirement programs um, where um, faculty particularly that were near retirement then will be allowed to retire. Uh, any, any in the athletics department? Uh, can you tell me that? Or is it just, um, I, are we just going campus as a whole? Campus as a whole, that's what I can tell you. I actually I actually can't tell you the detail in the athletics department right now because where some of the um, cuts are really being made is they're actually being made in maybe somebody's contract is going from 12 months to 11 months, and that's where some of those details are still being worked out at the department level. Gotcha. Uh, as a whole, uh, you, you know, you mentioned at the beginning, Chato, that you, uh, Carol was able to, make it through the semester, um, face-to-face, in-person learning, and and that's great, you know, because we want sports, we want these students and student-athletes to have the best uh, the best time. Um, how much how much struggle is Carol actually in uh, as, a, as a whole right now, as a college? Well, I think that, you know, I mean, you can look at the national media pretty, pretty clearly see that for private um, higher education, this is a challenging time. But, you know, Carol really put together this plan and did what we did now. I mean, the most important thing is that we have a balanced budget going into 2021. So, um, and that balanced budget is based on fairly modest goals for enrollment and other things. So, and, you know, we have the new Masters of Social Work program going. We have the new Accelerated Nursing program. So, as we've added, so, you know, in 2021, we'll start that in a really strong financial position with some new programs underway that are going to provide new revenue, you know, immediately. So, um, I would say that the short-term outlook is tough. I mean, you never want to let people go. You never want to be looking at um, potentially cutting some programs. But that was in order so that the budget could be balanced. So going forward in 2021, people could be confident that um, as we continue to grow and we continue to add these programs, that that um, is going to be positive for the community and the college. Are any athletic programs being cut? Nope. Okay. But we're, we're adding JV and eSports. Now I know esports isn't doesn't cost a lot. You sit, you sit in a so dorm room and you play a, a game. So, you know, esports is a little bit of facility, you know, investment that's already been made, um, and a little bit of time investment, um, you know, of an individual that has another job on campus to do some advising for that group. But that's that's a pretty low investment. And the JV programs, as they're currently written up right now, won't be the addition of it. It won't be additional staff. Um, but again, we'll have mm-hmm. some good detail on those JV okay. programs to you. You know, probably within the next. Um, probably probably February when our board meets with them, we'll have some good details on that. I just ask about the JV and keep going back to the JV because, you know, I know Providence has it. I know, um, I think Rocky, um, where, where are these games going to be played? You know, how are these games going to be, uh, what, are there going to be contests at all for the JV or is it, are we still focused on just the varsity that's already there? 
No, we would definitely, I mean, we wouldn't add JV sports if we couldn't make it a meaningful athletic experience um, for those students. So there will be contests and, you know, we're having those conversations now with some of the schools that you mentioned, as well as, you know, maybe two-year programs in the region about, you know, what, what a schedule looks like. And that's really the level of detail that's happening now. So we announced what these additions were and we're really working on the business plans and the operational plans to make those things come to reality right now. Well, Chad, I appreciate the time. I uh, haven't seen you since uh, the barbecue where we were having some corn on the cob and some great steak. Yeah. Unfortunately, we missed that this year. Thanks, COVID. Um, but hopefully we're talking in February about all this uh, all this new stuff and uh, a finalized, uh, finalization of a plan, at least. And appreciate the time, my man. All right. Thanks. Hey, appreciate it. Have a great afternoon. Shadow Hazelbaker joining us on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. So I, I, I'm not sure there was a whole lot of answers to those questions. Um, there's one guy that I've been told is losing his job at the end of the year, and he's been in the athletic department for over 30 years probably. Um, and then, so this is the funny part. I mentioned schools use athletics, especially at the NAI level, to increase student bodies in general. You know, what, a third of just just about a third, in between a third and a fourth of Carroll's total student body is athletics. Well, but they're cutting money and scholarships and travel budget from some sports, okay? And they're dropping the actual number of players in some of these sports, which is mind-boggling. But you're going to add JV. So I'm, I'm told it's JV volleyball and JV women's basketball is what I'm told. Now... You're cutting, you're cutting, you're cutting a scholarship. It sounds like from softball, a uh, scholarship will be cut. It appears from uh, maybe women's soccer, but overall, some bodies are going to get cut or not be around. And these are f- some sports that haven't played in over a year or about a year. Well, soccer hasn't played in over a year. Um. The numbers that I've seen are just unbelievable. And a softball scholarship, they're cutting. And, you know, we've talked with Carol about, or about Carol with Title IX and a couple of lawsuits alleging Title IX violations. Now, Carol says it's Title IX compliant. No. Um, not at all. I've talked to some lawyers who have seen the, the now the softball lawsuit was dropped. The girls dropped that on their own. Was it fear? Probably. Um, we'll reach out to uh, some other members of the athletic department and try to get them on. Nobody's going to want to talk, but uh, at least about this. But you look at the difference in money just in some of these sports. And I'm not talking football or basketball. We're we're talking other, like Olympic sports. Okay? 
the money disparity just in some of those sports? Mind-boggling. Absolutely mind-boggling. Now, President Sec, they didn't release the full plan. Um, they released some of it to the IR, talked about it. Chad O'Hazel Baker said it was, you know, it, it's released to the Carroll community, whatever that means. But if, and I don't know if Chad O'Hazel Baker is going to be there in February when it all comes down, you know, or at the end of the year, of the school year, 2021. How many of, I got, I got a, <laughs> I just, you worry about the kids. You worry about people that have given their blood, sweat, and tears and just unceremoniously kicked to the curb. They said there's been some, like Chad O'Hazelbaker said, early retirement. Well, I can tell you that one guy at Carroll College isn't taking early retirement or retirement at all. He's just being let go. So it's kind of that, thanks, we're pushing you out the door type thing. And again, I ask, what the hell's going on up there? I mean, where's the leadership? And it's not just Carol, it's other schools, but this is where we're at. You know, no other school put out in the Helen Independent Record yesterday that they were looking to get rid of $400,000 over the next five years. And when it when it boils down to it, it's coming from athletics. $80,000 in scholarship money gone next year. Remember a few years, I don't remember if you remember this, but I remember this a few years ago. We were told that football wasn't, was football had scholarships taken away. And then there was the the old, you know, some of the old people that, that used to work at Carroll, um, the old SID, Jarek Walcott, who came, he said, no, 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 that's not the case. Well, it was. It absolutely was. There are sports at Carroll College that are not fully funded, that don't have the allotted amount of scholarships. But now you're going to add JV, cut here. What are you doing? You're robbing Peter to pay Paul, basically, in your own athletic departments. Or department, I should say. This is not going, I mean, we're going to keep digging into this because it's 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 sad. And I know people want to blame COVID. Nope, this happened long before COVID. Do you know what it costs to go to Carroll College? Do you have any idea what it costs to go to Carroll College? Tuition and fees, 2020-2021, this school year, for full-time students with, let's say, fees, which are those, <laughs> they get you everywhere. Um, Books, okay, so book supplies, personal expenses, so these fixed fees, right? But here are your, ready for this? Total direct billable charges. And this is on the Carroll College website. I'm not making this crap up. This is straight from Carroll. $47,524 
to go to school for one year with room and board. Take out room and board, still thirty-seven grand. It costs more to go to Carroll than it does to go to Princeton. And there are sports programs up there on the hill, not fully funded, and now have to give up even more. We'll keep an eye on it. We're going to follow it. We'll reach out. I guarantee you nobody from Carroll's going to want to talk about it. But we'll reach out. But when we return here on the Jason Walker Show, we are going to... Lighten it up a little bit because we're going to talk some basketball on the high school front. Tryouts last week. What does Brandon Day think of delaying the season? And can he coach with a mask? We'll ask him about that and much more coming up. Jason Walker Show presented by Capital Collision Center. Come right back. Brandon Day, head coach, Helen High Boys. Have you thought about buying a home and just don't know where to begin? Well, when it comes to one of the most important purchases one can make, we understand it can be frustrating and confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Let the Major Mortgage Team help you with all your mortgage needs. Major Mortgage means major service, and we would love the opportunity to help you today. Give J.R. McFadden, NMLS number 1246357, a call today at 406-465-1918, or you can visit him at 2001 11th Avenue, Building A, Suite 3 in Helena. Major Mortgage is a division of AMCAP Mortgage, NMLS number 129122, equal housing lender. Storewide savings are what you'll find when you shop for new home furnishings at Rutgers Furniture. This means tremendous values on Helena's largest in-stock selection of home furnishings. When you shop Rutgers, you'll find storewide savings on the furniture you want for every room in your home. And you'll also find our selection of Serta iComfort, the most comfortable beds in Helena. 12-month financing is available with approved credit on most purchases over $299. Ask for details. You'll find storewide savings at Rutgers Furniture, 1010 Dearborn, Helena. Who doesn't love being number one? When your team's dominating the standings or your favorite band rocks the charts at number one, it feels good, right? Kind of like how it feels when you have auto insurance with State Farm. Because making you feel like number one is an honor your local State Farm agent takes seriously. Through the good times and not so good, your State Farm agent's proud to be here to help life go right. Call State Farm agent Mike Miller in Helena today. New vehicles keep coming, and Capital Collision Center keeps earning certifications to repair them. They're Helena's newest GM-certified facility. No matter the make or year, they repair your car to manufacturer's standards and requirements, maintaining its safety and value. Montana State Law says it's your vehicle and it's your choice where you have it repaired. Choose Capital Collision Center, certified in GM, Subaru, and Nissan, and Helena's only shop certified in Honda, Acura, and Ford. When you value safety, go to Capital Collision Center on Euclid. Yes, it's true that Montana is a long way from the Gulf Coast, but you can bring that Cajun flavor home with a stop at Cafe Zydeco. From po'boys to classic sandwiches, Cafe Zydeco has all the best Cajun in town. Are you in the mood for seafood gumbo or crawfish etouffee? Maybe you're craving jambalaya with some shrimp and grits. Head in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or call ahead for pickup or delivery. Cafe Zydeco will fix all your southern cravings, even on a chilly Montana day. Cafe Zydeco is a proud sponsor of the Jason Walker Show. Jason Walker here, and I want to tell you about a great place that's going to make you feel better in just an hour. 
Ocean Spirit Massage. From deep tissue to hot stone and more, Ocean Spirit Massage will get your sore, tired muscles feeling like new. Whether you overdid it working out, hiking the hills, playing golf, whatever it is, or even if you're pregnant, you will walk away feeling better than you have in years. Book now for yourself or make it a couple's massage. And gift certificates are always available as well. Visit OceanSpiritMassage.com or call 417-0542. Welcome back to the Jason Walker Show. Jason Walker Show, Major Mortgage Man Cave, presented by Capital Collision Center. Back, final segment. If you want to weigh in anytime, you can at Jay Walker Sports on the Twitter. You can email us, Jason at JasonWalkerShow.com. And uh, whether it's Carol, whether it's, well, whatever you want to talk about. By the way, keep this in mind. For next Monday, um, I think Monday, maybe Friday, Friday or Monday, one of the two days. Think about it, though. Or that you got the next couple of days. Um, Christmas movies. What is a Christmas movie? Like Die Hard, Lethal Weapon, um, Gremlins. Right? How about Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds? Is that a Christmas movie? So, uh, Rocky IV. Okay, so think about that. I want, I want your favorite holiday movies, Christmas movies... Um, next week, I think Friday, I think Friday, maybe Friday. Tomorrow, by the way, Senator Steve Daines will join us. That'll be cool. Not this month, but next month, 2021, there will be basketball played at the high school levels, we hope. And that includes Helena High, which will open up with Hellgate. Joining us now on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline to chat about the upcoming season is the head coach of the Bengal Boys, Brandon Day, and he joins us now on the Jason Walker Show. Well, first off, Coach, uh, how's it going? It's been kind of a different year for you guys. How's the? How is Brandon Day? Well, you know, it's it's definitely been interesting. Uh, school has been challenging to say the least, and uh, you know, I think for both students and teachers. And, uh, but you know, we're plugging along, and in the basketball side of things, we're. We're learning as we go, and hopefully we can, most importantly, keep everybody healthy. You got through tryouts last week. Um, how did you do that? Because I know when I had talked to uh, Coach Garson Forbo over at Capital, it was a lot of we're going to do pods, we're going to you know expand it to uh, three days instead of I – mean, how did you guys do it at Helena High? So uh, we had our we had two separate groups. We had our freshman group, and then we had our sophomore through um, senior group. And um, – you know, it's pretty similar to our, our usual trial. We do a three-day trial um, and try to evaluate the kids best we can at that time. Um, you know, one thing that we definitely missed this year was, you know, having that summertime to evaluate some kids as well. But, um, you know, it, I think it went as well as it could. Uh, we were very lucky in that, you know, we didn't really have any, any athletes that uh, were out um, due to COVID reasons. So um, we were pretty lucky there and got to have a semi-normal trial. How, how different was it than the year before in previous years? The biggest thing is just the, you know, the kids are a little bit different in that, you know, it's almost like wearing masks turns them into, you know, like wearing muzzles. 
Um, <laughs> so it's a lot quieter, um, you, know, you know, obviously keeping spaced and constantly, you know, focusing on social distancing. And, you know, that all definitely changes just kind of the atmosphere. Um, but overall, you know, I think the kids are handling it really well. Uh, you know, I couldn't ask for them to, uh, to do anything different. They've been great. And, and it, it went well. Just uh, um, definitely different trying to modify drills and things so that, uh, you know, you can keep space and keep separate as much as you can. Helena High Boys Coach Brandon Day joining us, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. Was were the numbers about where they've been the previous years, or did you have some kids not come out? Maybe because of the you know the the, the situation. No, we're actually you know we we our numbers dropped uh, you know, when East Helena opened, but right um, we really haven't had um, a decrease in numbers uh, you know since you know with COVID this year. I, I was kind of thinking that that may be the same for us, but we didn't you know the. Athletes still want to participate, and um, we still had uh, you know similar numbers, if not more, in the, in the freshman level um, coming up this year. Well, that's fantastic, uh, no doubt about that. Helena High boys coach Brandon Day. Are you seeing are you seeing new kids because of East Helena? So, are you seeing kids that you thought you you know you watched maybe at, at junior high or the middle school level, and you're like, eh, those kids are never get, they're going to be done. It's something to do for them right now, but after eighth grade, they're going to be done. But now, are you seeing some of those kids because well, a lot of kids are now at East Helena. Yeah, and I think it's definitely given uh, more kids an opportunity, um, you know, because there's definitely some talented kids out in that East Helena side. Um, they would take the spot of potentially some kids that are playing for us. And, um, so I think it's a good thing. It's definitely given, um, you know, more of our, our freshmen opportunity. And freshmen are hard because, you know, there's a lot of change that can happen. Um, I myself was through five inches between my freshman and sophomore year. So, um, you know, there's a lot, and it's hard to judge a freshman on their on their skills that early. So it's nice to be able to keep as many as possible. Thanks for bragging about growing five inches in high school. <laughs> I don't know the la- I don't know if I've ever grown five inches in a year. Um, I may not have grown five inches at all ever. So um, thanks for thanks for rubbing that in that you're taller than me, Coach. Appreciate that. Well, you know, I, I apologize for <laughs> didn't know the touchy subject. No, it's not. <laughs> oh, that is great. Brandon Day joining us, Mike Miller, State Farm Hotline. All right, how's the team look? I know you've had a week, uh, three days of tryouts, a week of practice. Are we uh, are we thinking state champs for the Bengals right now? <laughs> no, no, there's, we got a lot of work to do before we're thinking state champs. Now, you know, I like where we are. Um, you have, you know, we have six seniors. Um, five of those have, have had significant time playing uh, varsity basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have Caden Hewitt, who, you know, is my returning starter junior. So, you know, really we, we have quite a bit of experience, and I think that experience is a good thing in, in this year where we don't have those um, preseason games, in, uh, playing those non-conference games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that will help us early. Um, you know, it's just – we got some some mental toughness things to work through, um, and I think that's going to be some of our biggest challenges this year. And I'm hoping that we can get that figured out going into the season. Uh, you mentioned Caden, um, and you know you have guys that play football or or run cross country, for instance. But moving the season back, moving the start, you would have had games, I guess, uh, last week, probably one, two, or three, even three games at this point. Is it nice starting the win now, you know, push back? You start a couple weeks after normal and kind of give all those fall kids 
a chance to heal up? You know, this is this is a topic that I've been kind of butting heads with other coaches with for a while, but I myself think that season should start later. Um, and part of that is is we've been blessed with a, with a pretty successful football program. Mm-hmm. And um, they go further in the season. And, you know, so by the time those boys get down to football, they're, they're pretty beat up coming tryout. So I myself think that we need to give, give kids a break, um, let them recover a little bit. You know, plus basketball is, you know, right now it goes through two holidays. Um, so it would be nice to allow those families to actually have one holiday where they could just be a family. Um, but, uh, you know, that's, that's definitely something that I like it this year because, you know, those kids were physically recovered, you know, from mm-hmm. football season. Um, you know, there's, there's other things that the coaches argue and, you know, but I, I myself like a little later start and I hope that, you know, I, even if it doesn't go all the way to December, you know, that first week of December, as long as it's not during the state championship tryouts, you know, usually, cause that's what we've been having. Right. Um, you know, I think that would be an improvement from where we are now. That would be, I mean, I'm a big fan of this. I know your counterpart over uh, at Capitol, Guy Onquist, is a big fan as well of starting later. And um, Is there a way we can make this happen no matter, I mean, COVID or not, let's just do this. Uh, how does, how do we get this going? We got to start with our ADs. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I think for the most part, um, you know, double A is pretty on board. Part of what it is is I think those, um, because it's all class start. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think those smaller schools, you know, with the districts, and divisionals and state, I think that they have, they need a little longer season. Um, from what I understand, you know, I, I could be wrong. And I hope I'm not um, saying the wrong thing here, but I think that's part of the, where we're running into issues. Um, you know, and we've been working on this for a while and, and I, and I actually think I saw something on an agenda to discuss it more. So hopefully, you know, hopefully, things progress in the right way here and we can we can have a little later start too. That would just be, I think it's it's awesome. Brandon, they joining us. A couple final questions for you, but losing these non-conference games, you're not going to see the teams from the East. You're not going to see, you know, a Bozeman or uh, the CMRs, the Great Falls Highs uh, this season for sure. Um, will that hurt or is it actually a good thing because you're not going to play those teams except for once in December and then, Maybe again in March at the state tournament. So does it really is it really that big of a loss? I think where it's the biggest loss is just you know we get to try out some different combination of players uh, during those games, mm-hmm. um, kind of see who's gonna um, you know come out and play and who's a gamer who's not a gamer and kind of start developing that, that knowledge of your team. Um, so we'll miss that part of it. It's nice to see the East just to kind of you know come state time, divisional time, whatever. If you're lucky to get to that state time. Um, to kind of have an idea on, on who you're competing against. But, um, you know, again, I'm, I'm about being healthy going in, and I, I think that, you know, especially in this season, um, it, it's for the best. So hopefully we can get, you know, as much of a season as we can um, with this with this group of boys. Have you prepared the boys and, and the parents that, you know, look, there might be some cancellations. There's going to be postponements. There's going to be – you know, game that was scheduled Friday is now going to be played on a Monday type thing. Is everybody on the same page and prepared for this? You know, I hope so. I know what the boys, we've talked about it quite a bit. Uh, you know, we're going to have our, it won't be a parent meeting, it'll be an online email parent meeting, and that'll be definitely brought up. And, um, 
you know, it's definitely going to require some flexibility this year. Uh, and the big thing we've been talking about the boys is just controlling what we can, you know, control the controllables and, and, uh, you know, make sure that they're doing the little things and, and trying to give themselves the best opportunity to have a season. Um, and that's really, you know, at this point, all we can ask for. Is there a coach book that is, um, all the coach speak that you guys just, <laughs> cause you all have the same, I love it. It's just all the cliches, but is there an actual book for this? <laughs> well, you know, you have to remember that I live with one. So I talk, talk, you probably wouldn't want to be in our house here. It's all the coaching cliches, but so we, uh, that's a good question. Maybe it's just, you know, we've all played and heard them growing up too. So maybe that's part of it. Do you use the coaching cliches with the kids like at home? With my children? Yeah. Uh, I probably have. I, I'm sure that they've probably heard a couple uh, here and there. <laughs> they probably, uh, well, probably no, hate, I probably hate them by the time they get to be in high school. That's exactly. Uh, especially with you and your wife both being coaches. <laughs> um, what's it going to be like? Have you prepared coaching with a mask? You know, that's that's something that I struggle with just because I'm not a real loud person. Right. Um, so, that's definitely something that, you know, I think the players have kind of learned to read my lips for, you know, half, half you know, a few games and stuff. <clears throat> Excuse me. Now, I don't think the games will be quite as loud as they may have been in the past this season, but uh, uh, it's definitely a challenge. Um, and when I catch myself, I, I run out of breath. Um, you know, but uh, I think it, it's worth it. If it helps us have a season, then, you know, I can – I can, they're playing a mask half the time, so I can coach in a mask. But yeah. It is definitely a challenge. Um, you got to be careful now because there's not going to be, like you said, as loud. So the officials are going to hear more stuff that you say. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> I usually don't have too much of a, a tough time with that one. We'll see when old guy and I battle. We'll see how that one goes. <laughs> the guy is much louder than I am. So. Just, yeah, just a little bit. Now, you can also <laughs> you can go with the clear mask. You know, they have those. Oh, that is true. So that the kids can still read your lips. I mean, that's a possibility here, Coach. You know, that's not a bad thought. I might have to consider that come game time. <laughs> uh, first game coming up the uh, beginning of January, and we're still a long way from there. And uh, how do you mentally keep the guys and yourself, the staff, focused of, look, we, we're not going to play a game until 2021, and – I mean, that's not until the first week of January. We're still three weeks away. Yeah, I think, well, you know, we're going to give them a, a week to spend with their family. So I think that, you know, it's split it up a little. Um, the, I think, you know, the boys are ready to play. I think they're pretty excited. There's so much talk about not having a chance to play this season. That, you know, they seem pretty focused and pretty ready. Um, but we'll see. You know, really, we're getting through this week. Uh, we take a week off and then, we're pretty much within that, that game week mentality where we're starting to talk about Hillgate. So, um, you know, I think it'll go pretty fast. But um, starting out, I was a little worried about it, um, keeping them focused and stuff. But they've they've been great, and, you know, I'm excited to, to see that first game come January. It's going to be um, – it, it is going to be very interesting to see how both teams react. And, and uh, I, you know, I might have to actually – wear the mask and, and go to the gym just to hear you, uh, hear you coach. Nobody's ever heard you. Like you <laughs> said, I'd rather, quiet. I'd like just... to keep it that way. 
Okay, well, then you have to go with the clear mask. I think you could get um, you could get earpieces for the guys and then uh, go with that way, and you just whisper into your shirt or into your mask, and then the guys are hearing it, and that way nobody else does. I'll, I'll look into that technology and see if we can make that happen. Is it illegal? Trust MHS, me, like I don't know if Mark Beckman will allow that. <laughs> I'll, we'll, we'll find out, Coach. Well, I appreciate that. Okay. You have yourself a, a great day. Keep up the good work. Uh, appreciate you joining us. Looking forward to chatting come January about actual games and, and a fun atmosphere moving forward. Well, thank you, Jason. Thanks for having me. Yep. Happy holidays, Coach. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah, you too. There's Bye. Brandon Day joining us. Helena High Coach on the Mike Miller State Farm Hotline. Give us uh, an update on uh, boys basketball, So, which is pretty cool. Uh, they will play. Let's Fingers crossed. Uh, got uh, an update. Um, so we were talking about Carroll in a scholarship, and I misspoke. Uh, they're not taking a scholarship away from softball, but it's um, various sports have to give up different amounts So to get to that $80,000 by next year. So that's basically a little less than two... Uh, full grant equivalents, so full ride scholarships, basically. And these are permanent cuts they're making, and 400000 over the course of the next five years. Now, women's and men's basketball was supposed to go from, what, 13 to 8 when when all, all of NAI became one division. But here's the thing is basketball, men's or women's, wasn't at – it's full, like like they were like at six full scholarships anyway. So, I mean, you think about what it costs to go to Carroll College. It's crazy. Just, I mean, bottom line base cost combined, approximately. The school's making 25 to $40 million off students a year. Where does that money go? Because you ain't paying professors that much. You sure as hell ain't paying your coaches that much. Tonight, 5 o'clock, but let's add eSports. Tonight at 5 o'clock, the National Gaming Championship. Speaking of the eSports, once again, this is the preview from Barstool Sports. And I'm bringing my mom because it's a mess. From the beginning, Trevor Funcis' mission has been to prove the doubters wrong. Get the full. Oh my God, they won! They said that he was out of his league. What's the mop gonna do? The mop's gonna keep winning, and the mop's gonna go on to next week and keep winning. And do I need to freak out every time? No, because we expect this of ourselves. They said things were impossible, which went straight to the heart of America's team. We clutch up every time! God damn it! Give us Notre Dame! Give us Grand Canyon, Arizona, UNC! It doesn't matter! It doesn't matter! And through the skepticism emerged a superhero. Weight of this entire tournament on his back. The biggest superstar the game has ever seen. I sir got Nate shot on nice. two for you, asking for you to join 100 Thieves again. Nate, no. I already told him I'm not signing with 100 Thieves. Please tell him to stop calling. Tonight, the warrior from Montana returns for one last match. Clean up. I'll Trevor. This time, fate is a crossroads. 
And it's high noon for the tournament's most unconquerable flame. Week after week after week, we prove Smitty wrong. The legendary cowboy. A fabled gunslinger who has made the underdog mentality a way of life. I will survive a nuclear apocalypse and I will always be there. A story that has always been leading to this matchup. Oh, Chase OG, I told him I'd get him. Tonight, from Barstool Sports, it's the College Gaming Championship. Montana State University. Versus Grand Canyon University. I'm the best! I'm the best! For legacy, for redemption, and for destiny. I told you you will not get rid of me. Your nightmare is not going to end. I'm the goddamn boogeyman. There can only be one. Uh, tonight, 5 o'clock, top of the hour. Well, right now, they're getting started. There you go. Good luck to the boys from Montana State University, and uh, they were so much fun. Appreciate them uh, asking me to get involved with that. That was that was a lot of fun to do over the weekend. Uh, all right, on this day in history, real quick, it is uh, National Barbie and Barney Backlash Day. Yeah, you know you heard that right, Barbie and Barney Backlash Day. It is also Chocolate Covered Anything Day. Uh, Nineteen eighteen, Jack Dempsey knocked out Carl Morris in fourteen seconds. 1940, Joe Lewis KO'd Al McCoy in six rounds for the heavyweight boxing title. Uh, Wilt Chamberlain scored a lot, including on the basketball floor. 1967, when he was with the 76ers, Wilt put up 68. Uh, O.J. Simpson, first NFL running back to rush for 2,000 yards in a season on this date, 1973. Happy birthdays, Ludwig von Beethoven, born in 1770. William the Refrigerator Perry, born on this date in 1962. We're almost at the end of the show. What did we learn? And what did he miss? Time for the walk-off. Oh, good stuff coming up. There is Santa Claus. Make sure you're being good. You can go to jasonwalkershow.com, re-watch, re-listen, re-everything. Shadow Hazelbaker joined us earlier. Brandon Day, Helena High Coach. Tomorrow, Senator Steve Daines. Talk some baseball. We'll talk uh, some other stuff. Funness. The funness. Think of your uh, Christmas movies. Non-traditional. We'll do that uh, uh, this week, maybe Monday, too. Uh, have yourself a great night. $47,000 with room and board go to one college in the state of Montana. We'll have more tomorrow. Jason Walker Show. See you at 4. Go to jasonwalkershow.com, presented by Capital Collision Center. The Jason Walker Show is produced by the Jason Walker Media Company. Any reuse, rebroadcast, or retransmission without the express written consent of the Jason Walker Show is strictly prohibited. Just listen, watch, and enjoy.